0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Hardwired for Gay. Thanks for listening. Again, it's just gonna be me this week, but we got this. We can do this. We're smart. We're good. We we can we can talk. To, we can talk mostly today. Um, yeah. So, a few things to note before we do start. I don't know if y'all have noticed, but 99% of the time, English doesn't really work for me. So trying to pronounce other words from other languages, I will most likely feel free to roast me or correct me if I do pronounce something wrong. I know I'm going to at some point, so that's always an option. Um, it also doesn't help that when I was looking up how to pronounce these things beforehand, because I actually did that this time, there were three or four pronunciations per word. So yeah, you know what? Not really my fault. Okay, so second thing. uh, We do have an Instagram, and I have a TikTok. The TikTok is up, up, underscore, and away, all lowercase. The... Instagram is what was it again? I think it's just hard. It's just hardwired for gay underscore podcast. It has our little our little rainbow logo, which I'm. We need to fix, by the way. So we're we're fi- working on fixing that. We just have to come up with ideas. And yeah, so we do have a podcast uh the, 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 the words we do have an Instagram and we do have a TikTok, yeah. So today is June twenty second. So what happens on June twenty second in history in sixteen thirty three? Galileo Galilei. Galileo, uh, was Galileo Galilei forced to recant was forced to recant his Copernic Cop. Copernican views that the Earth orbits the Sun by the Pope, like which the Pope was done, by the way, because the Earth does orbit the Sun. In 1675, the Royal Greenwich Observatory was established in England by Charles II. In 217 BC, Battle of the Battle of Rathia, to Ptolemy the th- the fourth the fourth it's Ivy, so is Ivy... that's 4 yeah it's 4 iv the, the Ptolemy the 4th of Egypt defeats Antiochus the third and Antiochus the 3rd the great of the kid Kingdom. Seleucid Kingdom. I made it. it. Took a lot of work, but I did it. Now, today we are talking about Lyudmila Pavlichenko. I did. I, I hope I got, I- if I'm saying this wrong, then I'm gonna be so upset anyway. So she was born on July 12th, 1916 in Belaya Tsurkov. <laughs> and growing up, she's just very ambitious and very, very competitive. And she loves to prove that she was the best, better than all the boys in her class. Um, she talks about always racing them to prove she's better than them in her uh, autobiography and then in 1930 when she's about 13 or 14 her family moved to kiev and there she is enrolled in a sharpshooter class and while she's doing this she's playing soccer and doing a couple of other things so it's easy to say she's very active she's a very active girl then, in 1937, she begins working at a local arms plant and enrolls in Kiev University. This is where she realized that she wants to be a teacher and she just loves history. She loves learning about it and talking about it. And, uh, I mean, same. But as we know, she doesn't really get to go in it yet right after she graduates, because in 1941, after just after she turns 24, Adolf Hitler starts Operation Barbossa in the Warmecht. and Warmecht invades the Soviet Union, Wormecht, I believe that's right. Anyway, so L- 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 Ludmilla hears this, and she goes to Odessa, and she's like, listen, 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 I, I can shoot, I can shoot, I know, I'm a, sh- I was in sharpshooting classes, I can become a soldier, and they're like, you know what, are you sure you, are you really sure you want to do this, are you, you have to be like a hundred percent sure, why don't you become a nurse, that would be much more suited for someone of your stature, but she's having none of this. Like she knows what she's here for, and she knows what she wants. So somehow this girl gets a sniper gun thingy and takes out two of the Roman collaborators from the Soviet defended hill. They see this and they're like, "Fine, you know what? Okay, uh, yeah, let's 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 get you in." And she is quite quickly enrolled into a Red Army's. 25th Division, and there she's one of the 2,000 female Soviet snipers. And within three months, three months, 90 days, she has killed 187 people. 187 people in three months, so that's about 60 per month, two people per day and so she's very quickly promoted to senior sergeant and then later in october she the later in october of the year that of 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 that year so it's still 1937 maybe maybe end of 1937 beginning of 1938 she yeah, it's end of nineteen thirty seven. She takes the Romanian army takes control of Odessa, and her unit is sent to Sevastopol. 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 And by then, her the May, by by May of the next not. Then, by May of nineteen thirty nine, No, wait, I, I said that. Okay, so it's 1942 now. Not 1938. I'm sorry. She... The killings have slowed down, and she has a count of 257 confirmed kills. Again, she is promoted, and this time it's to lieutenant. So, as she gets more kills, her mission's her end assignments become more dangerous and this included the duels with enemy snipers and the, the counter sniping oh my okay when i tell you there were so many duels like there there were 36 duels 36 and she won every single one of them Including one of the duels that had lasted three days. How a duel lasts that long, I do not know, but it happened. Then in June of 1942, she is shot by a shrapnel. It hits her in the face and she has to go she has to go to this uh She has to go, she has, she has to go to the hospital, of course, and they're like, they're there, and before she can be completely healed, she is completely pulled, because she was way too valuable for them to lose, and by this time, she had a confirmed 309 kills, and had rightfully earned the reputation and nickname Lady Death which that that's a really that's a really good name like can you imagine being called Lady Death like anyway so because of her huge reputation she is she is well known very well known by these German officers and they keep trying to her saying, like, come, come on our side, we have, we have, cho- we have, cho- they literally tried to bribe her with chocolate, they literally said, milia Pavlichenko, come over to us, we will give you plenty of chocolate and make you a German officer, and uh, these didn't work, because although, chocolate is amazing. (laughs) The German officer thing was a complete, it was a complete turn off. So when these bribes didn't work, they resorted to threats and just kept threatening her and were like, if we catch you, we will tear you into 309 pieces and scattered to them to the winds, basically claiming they'll cut her up and scatter her body pieces, the same amount of confirmed kills she has. And then, so I found this in the National World War II Museum website. Pavlichenko said she was only happy to hear that the enemy accurately knew her record. So, what a boss, girl, girl boss, Girl boss time, yeah. That was very cringy. Okay, anyway, so after she's fully recovered, she's not sent back into fighting. Instead, they se- they send her to promote propaganda, and they send her to Washington D.C. and she becomes the first Soviet citizen welcomed into the White House. And this is where she becomes lifelong friends with Eleanor Roosevelt. Theodore Roosevelt's wife, I believe. Yeah, who was, uh... a. <laughs> if you don't know about Eleanor, uh, we'll be covering that in a later episode. But, uh, she was a little bit fruity, Anyway, so they started touring together so that Ludmilla could speak about her experiences as a woman in combat. So she's twenty-five years old at this time, point. She's w- w- was wounded in four in battle four different times, and spoke virtually no English when she went on to war and gave speeches and Eleanor's going with her and they're having fun and one of the during one of these she was during these she was told she could not wear makeup or skirts and reporters were more focused on her quote lack of style, style aka not wearing girly outfits and makeup and even went as far as asking it her if women wore makeup on the battlefield to which she replied there are no rules against it and quote who had time to think of her shiny nose when there is a battle going on which uh best best response ever so even with the sexist the very very sexist questions she continues traveling across the u.s and finds her voice she speaks of the rest less racial segregation in the red army and the gender equality and just everything and in a speech in chicago she stated gentlemen I am 25 years old and I have killed 309 fascist occupants by now. Don't you think, gentlemen, that you've been hiding behind my back for far too long? Which, um. Honey, that. They need. They need. They need burn cream. Qu- they need burn cream for that. They. They need. They need so much ice. Not nice, ice, because. I. Uh. Th- anatomy lesson do not put ice on burns that can that can make them worse uh yeah i've heard putting mustard on them is better but like cool if you don't want to smell like mustard you can always do burn cream there's always that you should have some handy if you don't go buy some you need that in case you do get burned because let me tell you getting burnt getting burned is not fun and I need to stop ranting. Anyway, she ends up touring Canada and Britain, where she's promoting the Ally Front, which wouldn't open until two years later. Um she never returned to command combat but she did train Soviet snipers and completed her studies she then became a historian which yes queen I I, I stand oh god and then 15 years later Eleanor Roosevelt found herself in Moscow and insisted on visiting Lyudmilia and she wasn't able to visit her alone due to the cold war but the two found a moment to slip away and quote reminisce on the past unquote Pavelchenko did suffer from ptsd and depression like many other soldiers and then on october 10th in 1947 she died she had a stroke and died so yeah And her life and her, what she did and everything inspired many things, including Miss Pavlichenko, P-A-V-L-I-C-H-E-N-K-O by Woody Guthrie and a 2015 film, Battle for Sevastopol, Sevastopol, which is also known as Indestructible. So yeah, if you ever if you ever get the chance, you need to go check out those and you also need to check out her audi- autobiography. I read it on the script app, but you can probably find it on like Amazon or something. I don't know. Uh yeah, go check all that out. Um stay safe and have a good day. Bye.